podcast. I'm Allison Little, a best-selling author, keynote speaker, and award-winning entrepreneur who has built businesses and brands for the past decade. I'm passionate about helping high achievers launch to the next level. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Launch Podcast with Allison Little. Today's episode is called Reset Your Life in 30 Days, and I'm actually going to do this episode by myself. So I'm Allison Little. I'm the host of this podcast, and I really feel like this is so needed, especially right now. So I wanted to provide you with some hope and with some fun. I love being able to help serve people in a really big way, especially leaders. And the one thing that I keep hearing over and over again is really how many people are feeling burned out just by what has happened so far in 2020. Now we're into the holiday season and people are already burned out and now they're feeling the pressures of all of the different things that come up during the holidays. And so this is not going to be the entire 30-day guide uh, for resetting your life. It's going to be kind of a sample from it. But this is actually going to be um, one of the topics. This is going to be my next book. And so I'm finishing up that book and I want to share it with you as the launch listeners is kind of like a, a little gift to you. You know, if there's something that I could do to gift you a reset, these are some of the things that I would talk about. And, and I, I just kind of wanted to share that with you. And I'm excited. I'm excited for how it's going to help you because I know that it will. So this guide was kind of one of those divine interventions for me. On September 15th, 2019, I received a message from the universe to reset my life. The message told me to focus more on being and less on doing. So I listened. <laughs> and this was the first time that I listened to that message because I have had that message given to me many times before and I ignored it. How many of us have ever done that in our lives? And rather than listening to the message in, in other times and surrendering it to this idea that I could reset my life and that I could focus on being rather than doing, I would push myself into burnout zone. And this time for some reason, I just listened to it and I leaned into the fact that I needed to reset my life. I want to give you a picture of my life when I received the message. I was overworked, stressed out to the maximum. I was frustrated. I was exhausted and I was struggling to keep it all going. And the last thing I thought I needed was to stop and reset my life, nor did I think I had the time to do that. You know, the one thing that I find with high achievers and with working with high achievers is that many times our solution for, you know, if something is going wrong or things aren't feeling right in our lives is to push on and to keep going and not even give the time and energy we need to resetting ourselves, right? We think, oh, we'll just work harder and that'll make it better. Or I'll just go get that book and that'll make it better. Or I'll take a course or I'll do a challenge or I'll sign up for the gym or I'll reach out to that person or I'll hire that next thing or I'll find that next client or whatever it might be. So that was my mindset going into this reset. And so if you are feeling that same way, I completely 
get it. And I completely understand because, you know, that was my mindset. I feel like, you know, I, I work through the pain. And in some places, that's great. But in other times, when you're at your max level of stress, you need to stop. And, and that's what I found um, the universe telling me. You know, I think as a society, especially in the United States, we have been conditioned to believe if we just buy the book, the course, take the class, buy the outfit, go on the vacation or work harder, then we'll meet the solution we are seeking of taming the chaos in our lives. Unfortunately, life does not work like this. And adding more will not create clarity. Doing more will not calm you down. <laughs> Hustling will not build your business. Making yourself absolutely miserable will not make your life happier. And that's the thing that I needed to understand and I needed to recognize in my own life. You know, I often say when I'm training leaders from all over the world that we cannot give from an empty cup. And as I'm speaking to more and more leaders from around the world, I keep hearing words that are are showing that we have people that have their cups empty right now. I had a, a leadership conference in September. And we had it in an open air COVID space location and it was a rejuvenating day. It was a positive day filled with phenomenal leaders and I was so grateful to provide that experience for them. And as they walked into the conference, it, uh, it was in a round barn. I could see the look of desperation in the eyes of many of them. I could tell that many leaders were suffering in silence, right? We're suffering in silence. We're trying to hold it all together for ourselves, for our families, for our organizations, and for our businesses. And the problem is that at some point, something's got to give, right? And what happens if we don't deal with the burnout and the exhaustion and the overwhelm and the stress that this year has has brought us that will manifest in different areas of our life whether it's in our health right whether whether we start to experience side effects um, either in our mental physical or emotional health it can manifest in our businesses where we aren't able to connect with people in the way that we want to connect with them. It can manifest in our relationships. You know, if you are stressed out, it is hard to be loving and kind and sweet and compassionate and empathetic, right? If you're agitated and angry and fearful and overwhelmed, it's hard to have a deep, loving, meaningful relationship. It manifests in all these different areas if we do not take care of it. And I think I want you as a launch leader to understand that it's okay. Number one, it's okay to be honest with yourself and say, hey, I'm stressed out and I feel burned out and I'm just trying to get through the day and it's hard. Number one is to just kind of admit that that's where you're at because that's where I was in the Reset Your Life. And this is what I teach on and what I train on. You know, the one thing I know about life is that the things that you need to learn, you need to experience firsthand in order to teach other people about it. 
And I feel like um, I learn the lessons over and over and over again in my own life. And then what I get to do is I have the opportunity to go through the struggle, to fail, to, to try again, to figure it out, and to just take that imperfect action towards trying to create something um, beautiful out of that struggle. And so that's what this Reset Your Life guide is going to be on. And, you know, I want to give you some tools. I want to give you some tips. And it's, it's a 30-day guide that will really walk you through step-by-step. Step. Each day you'll have different, um, different topics and different ideas. And can I tell you how this all worked out for me? I did not, like, come up with a plan before I did the Reset. What happened is day by day, I would have these topics and ideas come to me. And so it was kind of a lesson in of itself, right? Like as I was going through this experience, I realized that what I was learning each day, as I slowed down, these lessons came to me and I thought, oh my gosh, I'm going to try this and see what it looks like. By the end of the 30 days, I had 30 different lessons that I had experienced and it really, really helped me. It helped me emotionally. I felt happier. I felt lighter. I felt better. Um, I've also done this, this reset again in July of this year. Um, and, and I'll tell you a little bit more about that. But I find that after doing the reset, I'm able to bring my authentic self to the work that I do and to my relationships and, and just, I feel like myself again, if that makes sense. And so that's really the gift that I think this reset will do in your own life. And it's why I'm so passionate to share it, right? I think that this is something that leaders need to understand. I never have heard as many leaders talk about burnout and frustration and overwhelm as I have now. And the, and the sad thing is I see a lot of leaders seeking out this desperate state of life and not understanding how important their well-being is to not only themselves, but to their team and organizations. And how once we start to to reset ourselves and take care of ourselves, how that can leave a positive imprint on every single other human being that we are in contact with, right? So it is critical that we as leaders take this time, that we recognize why we need it, and that we fill ourselves up first so that we can serve people at the highest level possible. I remember when I had my daughter, Avery, um, about five years ago. She's almost, she's five and a half right now. And at that time, I call it my life under construction time. You know, I went through a time in my life when everything was literally and figuratively under construction in my life. And it felt just chaotic to me. Um, I had a preterm baby. I moved to a new city, bought land, built a house, rebranded a business, started another business, had two cancer scares, signed up for the John Maxwell team, and then received a call that my mom had breast cancer. So this was in six months or so. And in that time frame, I just could not even concentrate. I couldn't focus. I Just getting through each day was a struggle right? And I call it my life under construction time because the greatest gift that came out of that 
is I had lessons and mentors coming into my life and teaching me things. And so I wrote it all down thinking, okay, maybe this will help me at some other time in my life, or maybe it'll help one other person. I don't know if that's my brother or sister or one of my kids or my husband, but but I thought maybe it would help somebody. And thankfully, it's, it's helped thousands of people from all over the world. Well, you know, as we had shut down here in Wisconsin in um, the springtime, I remember telling my husband, I felt like people around the world, especially leaders, we were going through life under construction, right? We just didn't have a word for it. But we had changes happening. We had all these things coming together, uh, whether we liked it or not, in a, in a short period of time. And many people were feeling that overwhelm and that stressed out and that fear and, and all of the, the things that come along with having your life under construction, right? And so I remember when I was in my life under construction time, I was really trying to figure out how I could get a hold of myself. Because the one thing I know about life is that many times other people aren't going to come and help save you or <laughs> fix you or fix your life. Like there isn't a magic wand or a fairy godmother who's going to come and, and make everything better, right? We have to take responsibility for our lives. So I was trying to figure out, I was, I was really, I was trying to figure out, okay, what can I do in order to take full responsibility for my life so that I can truly make the impact that I want to make and more than anything so I can feel like myself again so I can be happy and confident and joyful so that on the weekends I can recover and feel calm and relaxed and just peaceful like that's where I wanted to live and when I think about my emotions when I started it I was in survival zone and I was in burnout zone and when we're in that place we are in a completely different area of our brain right we're in, in the lower part of our brain, and it, when we're there, our body's main job is just trying to help us survive, and oftentimes what happens is it's hard for us to even think logically because we're not even operating in that logical part of our brain. So I was like, okay, I'm, I'm trying to survive. How am I going to figure this out? What am I going to do? And it was in that place that I really found that there are three things that help me reset my life and really go into that performance and recovery zone. And I go into more depth with all of these things during my trainings, but I just kind of wanted to give you a place of this is where I was and this is where I want to go, right? Because my guess is that you might be listening to this and maybe it's not you specifically that's in burnout or survival zone, or maybe it is, but you probably have somebody in your life, whether it's a significant other um, somebody in your family, perhaps a friend or somebody that you work with or somebody that you um, do business with that's feeling this. And you can see it because they, they might have hunched shoulders, they might feel um, uncomfortable, they just have all of these different things happening. And so you can kind of tell when somebody's in that survival or burnout zone. So the three things that helped me were really my physiology, so moving my body, for me, that meant exercising really hard. And can I tell you, friends, up until that point, I really didn't make exercise a priority or eating healthy a priority in my life. The reason why um, was I, I told myself I hated it and I didn't like it and I just wanted to eat whatever I wanted to eat and it didn't matter. 
Well, my mom got breast cancer, and when I had my cancer scares, I recognized that my health was pivotal to me being the best version of me. And so I needed to take care of myself, not only for me, but also for my children who are watching me, and for my husband, and for all the people that relied on me. And so I started to take care of my health. My dear friends, if you do not take care of your health, and, and you want one way that you could really truly improve your life in the next year, like beyond your wildest expectations, start becoming the healthiest version of yourself. That's what I told myself. It wasn't that I wanted to lose weight. It wasn't that I, I needed to just go on a shake diet or, and just lose a whole bunch of weight or do something like that. I wanted to become the healthiest version of myself so I could live to be 150 years old. So I could see my grandchildren's children right? My great, great grandchildren. I don't know how many great greats it'll be, but I wanted to live to be 150 so I could experience life to the fullest with my children and I could do amazing things and help people in a big way, right? It might sound crazy to you guys, but we are so close to, to being able to live that far. I have a great aunt who is 100 right now, so it's very possible for me to live to 150. Okay, I digress. But I realized that being the healthiest version of myself meant that I needed to exercise. And that physiology of moving my body to the point where I sweat like a crazy person each and every day really helped me. If I was having a hard day, I would go for a run. I would go work out. I'd take a really hard walk. I would hike the mountain. I would go to workout class. I would do something with my body. And after it, I felt better. As soon as I figured that out, I was like, I'm going to do more of that. So your physical body, your physiology matters. The second thing is hope. I thought, oh my gosh, you know, if there is one thing that I could give to everybody in the world, it would be more hope. And we need more hope in this world. There's an awesome book by uh, Ray Johnston. It's called HQ or Hope Quotient. And it's about raising the level of hope in the world. And especially right now, you know, I think a lot of people feel hopeless, right? If you've had things happen during this time, it's, you have the right to feel hopeless in some areas of your life. But the thing is that we have to look to our future and we have to understand that we are more resourceful than we give ourselves credit for. And there are, there are so many great things happening in the world. And I want you to find hope in your life. I actually named my daughter Avery Hope because I knew that I always wanted her to have hope with her, right? Like if I could give her one, one thing, it would be hope. I tried to name my son Logan Hope, but my husband won't let me. So anyway, um, so hope. And the last thing is really to take imperfect action each and every day right? And what that looks like is saying, what am I going to work on? What's the one thing that's the most important to me right now? And I'm going to start just trying to figure it out. Here's what stops most people from resetting your life or from doing big things in your life. Thinking you need to know all of the answers. Can I tell you something? You will not know all of the answers and that's okay. That's the reason why we set crazy huge goals in our life. So here's the question that you're asking. And like I said, this, this is a book that's coming out. It's, I'm editing it right now, but I just, I, something told me I needed to share it with you right now. Um, at least part of it. Why do you need to take time to recite your life? Why is this important? And I want you to ask yourself that question because my reason is going to be different than your reason. 
And that's the interesting thing is that we all have different reasons for taking this time to reset our life um, for, for understanding why we're here and what we do and how we make a difference in the world. You know, the most inspiring thing we can do is to live into our full purpose and to tap into that potential that we each have within us. And I think that's one of the reasons why resetting your life is important, right? Because if you are feeling stressed out and overwhelmed and frustrated, that means maybe that you're not operating in that place where you are tapping into your full potential. Because when we are in performance zone, when we're excited and inspired and empowered, guess what? We feel amazing. We feel excited. I had a friend ask me, I was interviewed by him recently, and he said, Allison, what does it mean to design an empowered life for you? And I said, you know, the thing that I find is that I used to have this idea that success was hard and that I needed to be miserable in order to be quote unquote successful. And each and every day I felt a little bit worse about myself and I knew I wasn't operating in my strength zone, but I thought, you know, Allison, this is as good as it gets. You're going to be miserable. This is what work feels like. And something kept gnawing at me that that's not how life should feel, right? Life shouldn't be miserable. And I thought, what if I integrated more fun into what I get to do? What if my work and my fun were combined? What if I tapped into my strengths and my abilities and I helped people all over the world understand their strengths and abilities and what makes them uniquely amazing. What if I did that? And it seemed like a pipe dream. And I had so many people tell me, Allison, it will never work. Allison, what do you even do? Allison, what the heck is leadership development? Allison, do you think you can reach the entire world from Wausau, Wisconsin? Who are you kidding? I had so many people say, this is not possible. But it was when I said, you know what? What if it was? What if it was possible? What if I believed my own crazy huge dream? And I started to go after it. And that's where I found um, the magic, right? Like that's where it's, I started to get excited and inspired. I started to wake up thrilled to start my day. I started to understand that I could design an empowered life, right? And each and every one of you can do that as well. However, what happens along the way is even if we have, we're designing this empowered life for ourselves, sometimes what happens is there are things beyond our control, external forces that come and try to knock us down. And whether that's, you know, in your personal relationships or in your professional relationships or whatever it might be, maybe in your health, there are things that happen. Life can be difficult. And that's what happened in 2020, right? We have had so much change happen. We have had so many different things come at us. And if we have not taken the time to really fully reflect on and understand where we are right now, it's hard for us to tap back into that potential, into our own potential, into our own awesomeness. It's hard for us to say, you know what? I don't have to let that change or that obstacle or that challenge 
deter me from going after my goals and dreams. But that's what I think happened to a lot of us, right? You know, we had a goal or a dream in January 2020, and we were ready. We were excited. We were inspired to go out there and help those people in the way that only we could help them. And then we had all the stuff happen, and we had this pandemic hit, and many of us had it impact our lives, whether it's financially, in our businesses, in our relationships, in even how our children access uh, school. It was all these different areas. And what we found was we needed to rethink how it was all going to look. And that's why this reset is so important because even if you are like, hey, Allison, I'm working in my, in my sweet spot. Taking some time to really understand what you need more of is important. So I'm going to give you the first day. This is day one of week one. And it's more reflection, less social media. So this was the day that I gave up social media for 30 days. And here, like, I'll be honest with you. I built my business using social media, right? And so I thought I couldn't possibly do it. I'd been waking, every, waking up every day with social media, checking it throughout the day, connecting with people. Like I, I love connecting with people all over the world. And, and that's how I, how I get my fill of, of brilliant people many times. I get to connect with my friends um, from all over the world on social media. So I really enjoy it. It's something I, I'm excited about. And then I realized that I needed to... Um, to stop it. I needed to stop letting that dictate my life. I needed to take that time and redirect it. I'm reflecting on where was I and where did I want to go? So do you take time right now each day to reflect on your actions? Imagine having the time and freedom to reflect on the actions you take and to be able to clearly understand what your next step is. Wouldn't that be fantastic? Do you know that people spend over an hour every single day on social media, right? Over an hour. So if you added that up over the, the entire year, we have 365 hours. If you took those 365 hours to reflect more on your life, to understand, okay, I tried this or I wrote this or I created this and here is the result, do I like that result? Or here's how I'm going to learn from that failure. Or here's how I'm going to learn from that conversation. If you took that 365 hours that you were spending on social media and you spent it even just reflecting on life, do you think that life might look different at the end of that year or not? I can tell you that it would look very, very different. John Maxwell says that learning isn't just the key. It's really an, an experience isn't the key. It's really taking those experiences and that learning and reflecting on it. It's taking that time to say, okay, I had that meeting or I spoke to that prospect or client or I did that training. What worked? What didn't work? What did I learn from that that I can use to get better? And that's the thing that I think many people are missing, right? And we're missing it because we're so busy on social media scrolling through what's happening or what somebody's eating or what workout they did or what they're selling or whatever it is 
that we forget to say, what do I need in order to create this life that makes me excited to wake up every day? What can I do today in order to be the most loving and exceptional husband or wife or significant other? What do my kiddos need to feel valued and to feel heard and seen and loved? What could I do professionally that would amplify my voice so I could help serve those people that are just waiting for me, right? If we took some time for reflection, do you think that we could have a bigger impact as leaders? For sure, 100%, absolutely. So I want to encourage you today to think about how can I really limit the amount of time that I'm spending on social media for the next month? For the next month. And the things I'd like you to do is delete the little app from your phone, you know, take that away. And, you know, I understand if you're building a business using social media, you might have to schedule like a 10 minute chunk each day to double check your messages or do whatever it is you need to do, or find somebody else to help you with it. And that's completely fine too. But give yourself the space to reflect, to learn to grow, I would encourage you to find some paper or a journal and each day take some time at the end of the day to write down, you know, what, what happened today, what did I learn, what am I grateful for, and what am I going to do tomorrow that's different or, you know, how did I feel? My guess is that after the 30 days of doing that, you're going to find so much that you've been missing because you've been taking that time and energy and that mental energy scrolling through other people's lives. What if you said, I'm going to commit to myself. I'm going to commit to resetting my life and I'm going to put some energy and some time and some focus on figuring out what I need to do next, right? Give yourself the time. You are important and you are enough and you need to do that for yourself. Nobody else is going to turn off your Facebook page for you. Nobody else is going to say, you know what, you can stop scrolling now. There's really nothing there of value for you. Nobody else is going to do that for you. You need to do that for yourself. Take that time to reflect. And even better, imagine that you took a reflecting walk or, you know, you went and you worked out at the gym and you just had some space to think, to clear out that brain that's so filled up with everybody else's agenda. Give yourself the time and space for you because you need it. And we need you to be in that best version of you. We need you to get into performance zone. We need you to understand that it's okay to reflect, to learn, and to grow. Again, I'm Allison Little. I'm super excited that you joined us for this episode of Launch Podcast. Super grateful to share from my upcoming book, Reset Your Life in 30 Days. And um, I'm grateful that you are here listening. I hope you have a fantastic day. Let me know how it goes when you start your journey of more reflection, less social media. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to the Launch Podcast. I'm Allison Little, and I'm so excited that you spent your time with me. Look for future episodes and connect with me on social media or at my website at www.allisonlittle.com. 